All right, welcome back. JR Afternoon. Chris Renwick here. Good to have you. Um, lots to do as we continue to talk around, talk about the developments in Israel, among soldiers there and, and in Gaza. Uh, also talking about the UAW today. And, and of course, as we are in this early part of the school year, we, we have seen Michigan at the bottom end of a lot of really important issues, whether it's student test scores or, or even keeping and retaining teachers, because we have seen a teacher shortage here in the state of Michigan, much like other states around the country. But it has impacted our school systems all across the state. Uh, Robert McCann is with the K-12 Alliance of Michigan, and he joins us. Robert, good to have you. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, there are a lot of issues that I think uh, need to be discussed as we sit here in, in the early portion of the 2023 school year, um, in, including the ability to to foster and retain and keep really good teachers here in the state of Michigan. We have seen teacher shortages all across the country, but the Michigan legislature earlier this year did approve six hundred and sixty six or excuse me, sixty six million dollars in funding. Um, in a way to uh, try to keep and maintain and retain and foster teachers here in the state of Michigan. Is, is that money uh, in 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 the works now? Um, and how are we making progress on that front? Yeah, you know, we're really at the tail end here of about two to three decades of underinvestment in the teaching profession in Michigan. And the result of that is that we've had far more teachers leaving the system than we've had younger teachers looking to get into it. And the result now is that we are short on teachers, to put it very bluntly. Every school district in the state opened their doors in the last month or two, scrambling to find anybody to fill some of these positions, all the way from teachers to support staff to reading coaches, you name it. And so, yeah, the legislature at, you know, the request of us and many others has started to take this problem seriously putting some money and resources into programs that are not only going to try to keep teachers in the system a little bit longer, but also start creating some incentives for people to get into the profession again. Unfortunately, it's going to take a few years to really take effect. And in those few, in those few years, we're still going to be scrambling to fill some of these positions. But we are appreciative that at least we're acknowledging this crisis that we're in right now and taking some steps to address it. And maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but to me, that seems like the overarching issue. A lack of teachers begets uh, a, a better learning in schools, better teaching being done in schools, which in turn ter- proves in uh, it shows lower test scores, which means you've got larger classes and less teachers. I mean, is that the overarching issue in our education system in the state of Michigan? Yeah, absolutely. We know that students learn best when they're given one-on-one support as much as possible by invested teachers, teachers that are, are, are you know, that are experienced and are, are putting in the time and effort to ensure that their kids are succeeding. So the more we can do to lower class sizes, to give kids that individual support, and most importantly, to ensure that there is a qualified, experienced teacher in that classroom, we know that that leads directly to student achievement and success. And so the more we can be doing to invest in those very specific things inside of our schools, the more we're doing to help our students right now. So the consortium, uh, which is getting this money, it's titled Talent Together. It's a partnership of 48 ISDs across the state of Michigan, 63 counties. 
um, and it's part of the the school aid budget for for 2024. How does that money get spent? Is it is it just a a pay increase for teachers? Is it more money being made available to school districts so they can hire additional teachers? How, how does that money get spent? It's really a, a variety of different things, but at, at its core, it's trying to invest in people inside of our classrooms and turn them into teachers. So if you have people that are working inside of school buildings as parapros, as uh, support staff, things like that, it helps support them to become teachers. So it gets them through the process, through their teaching program, gives them the experience that they need uh, to get invested in the profession. So it's taking the talent that we have and giving them the investment to become long-term teaching support. It, it, there's a number of other things it does. Uh, yes, we are supportive of better pay for teachers because we know that's sure. an important factor in people choosing to get into the programs. And yes, we support better benefits and all these other things. But the most important thing we could do is, you know, particularly these younger people in our buildings that are wondering if teaching is the right career for them. Let's give them the support and the tools that they need to get their teaching certificate, get whatever the education they need to become that invested long-term teacher inside of our classroom. I don't I don't mean this to sound like we haven't been, but how do we further tap into our resources here in Michigan, like Michigan State University, like Eastern mm-hmm. Michigan University, that have some of the best teaching programs in the country? How, how do we further utilize them as a source to keep teachers here? Yeah, you know, our, our universities are going to play a critical role in addressing some of these shortages. One of the most mind-boggling things that our state previously had done was that when we had teachers going through or students going through the teaching programs at our universities, they were required to do a year of student teaching inside of a classroom. And during that that year, not only did they not get paid, but they had to pay the university to do their student teaching. So essentially they were paying to work for a year. It Mm -hmm. made no sense and it discouraged people from getting into the profession knowing that not only is the pay not going to be great once I'm done. I'm in the, I'm in the, I'm in the red already. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So uh, thankfully the legislature has changed that uh, in the last year. And now not only do they not have to pay, they get paid during their uh, student teaching program. That's a change that both we and the university supported we appreciated them working with us on that because they need to be partners with us to help fill the, these programs. Because you're right, Michigan State in particular has always been known uh, as one of the best teaching programs in the country. And their numbers have been going down and down in terms of, of, of their own students getting into that program. And we need to do everything we can to give students the encouragement to get back into those programs. Well, and I think there's a couple of sectors that are non-negotiables, right? We, we need uh, first responders. We need Absolutely. doctors and nurses. And we need teachers, and and quite yep. frankly, we, we need them more than ever um, because I think there's a bit of a black eye that Michigan has to wear, and that's our test scores are not good enough. They're not up to par, and they're not up to par with a lot of other states across the country that are going to be really competitive in luring teachers away. One of the bills that are being banded about, I understand, in Lansing is a, a, a bill that would take away um, teacher evaluations and and test scores, and they would separate them. That wasn't how it has always been traditionally here in the state of Michigan. What is this bill uh, that's being talked about in Lansing? Yeah, Michigan currently has a evaluation program for teachers that essentially grades them every year. And there's always been some concern with it that we agree with that it, 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 it's not a very effective tool to actually measure teacher performance. A lot of it is based on standardized testing, which we have fundamental problems with the effectiveness and, and, the, and the reality of, of the scores of standardized testing. But also the stigma uh, uh, an evaluation like that can create on the profession as a whole. 
we've been supportive of changes, but frankly, the, the bills as they exist right now are a little bit concerning to us because uh, they make some pretty big changes in terms of things like discipline and background checks on teachers, which really have nothing to do with evaluations. And yet there's language in these bills that, that says that if a teacher is disciplined at one school district and then applies for a job at another, that first school district can't share certain information about their discipline with the new school district. And for people we're putting in classrooms with kids, we want to make sure we know everything about a potential employee that we're putting in there. So to, you know, put something in a law that would prevent us from having that kind of knowledge is kind of fundamentally goes against what we're trying to do in our schools of creating a safe, you know, uh, culture for, for our kids. So we, we've expressed some pretty serious concerns about this legislation. We're supportive of making changes to the evaluation law, but not at the expense of, of student safety, to be sure. What's the timeline for this? And, and is there is there bipartisan support? Obviously, the Democrats are, are trying to push this through. Um, but is there is there any appetite for bipartisanship on this front? Have you seen? I think so. I, I think so. I, uh, there's a hearing in the Senate Education Committee on this bill tomorrow where they're going to take testimony from uh, from many, including us. Uh, okay. And, you know, we're hopeful that this is a bill that that we can come to an agreement on because we certainly don't want to oppose something that could be a good change for the sure. teaching profession. But as it exists, there's just some pretty serious concerns with the language as it is currently written. So we're hoping for uh, that this can be something that, that everyone can get on board with. Robert McCann with the Quake, K-12 Alliance of Michigan. Uh, thank you for your time. Look forward to talking with you again soon. All right, anytime. Thank you. Yep, we'll do it again uh, yeah. next week. Uh, 800-859-0957. Got to take a break. News coming up. More next on WJR.